This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for the week ending Friday the 14th of August 2020. Presented to you this week by Wesley Garner. I'm a barley trader based in Sandy. Let's start with wheat. Speculative selling on wheat futures markets continued this week and saw values from the Chicago Board of Trade drop to a six-week low. The increasing size of the Russian wheat crop seems sufficient to encourage sellers as analysts publish new estimates surpassing 80 million tonnes. Average yields were running above last year, and with a larger wheat area drilled, it seemed likely that Russia will produce its second largest wheat crop on record. However, there is still time for the average yields to fall, as some of the worst drought-affected spring wheat areas are yet to be combined. On Wednesday this week, the US Department of Agriculture published its August World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Production estimates from the EU were cut by 4 million tonnes from the last report, with Argentina down half a million tonnes and Kazakhstan down 1 million tonnes. These losses have outweighed the small increases that were seen from the US and Ukraine, as well as the 1.5 million tonne increase for Russia. World production estimates are now 3 million tonnes lower than in the previous report, at a total of 766 million tonnes, just 2 million tonnes up on last year. The USDA increased Russian output estimates to 78 million tonnes, which is 2 to 3 million tonnes behind estimates from other analysts this week. Elsewhere, multi-year adjustments to EU data led to an increase in world stocks of 2 million tonnes, bringing the total to 316.79 million tonnes. This is 16 million tonnes up on last year. However, it's worth noting that if China and India, who are not traditional exporters, are excluded from these figures, the end-of-season totals will be 2 million tonnes lower. In its corn balance sheet, the USDA increased its US yield estimates to 181.8 bushels per acre, in line with improving weekly crop rating. This compares with the estimates of 178.5 bushels per acre in the last report and 167.4 bushels per acre last year. This will add 7 million tonnes to the US total corn production estimate, which now stands at 388.08 million tonnes, over 42 million tonnes higher than last year. However, the USDA has not taken into account the catastrophic storms that hit much of the US corn belt at the beginning of the week, flattening corn crops and severely damaging grain handling facilities. One private analyst estimates crop losses could amount to between 5 and 10 million tonnes, and traders' eyes will be watching the latest corn report, which is due to be published next Monday, to see if it signals those losses. Analyst Strategy Grains published its latest EU28 supply and demand estimates and made further cuts to production predictions. Further yield losses seen in the UK, France, Germany and Finland outweighed gains in Spain and the Baltic states, reducing the total EU28 soft wheat output to 128 million tonnes. This is almost 19 million tonnes lower than last year. It therefore seems extraordinary that the French wheat futures fell this week to levels not seen since the middle of March. This is partially due to the poor start to the export campaign. The EU28 exportable surplus is now 12 million tonnes lower than last year at 23 million tonnes. However, during the first five weeks of the season, less than 1 million tonne of this surplus has been shipped. This leaves a requirement to ship 2 million tonnes per month in order to meet export targets. Moving on to barley now. The feed barley export pace in the UK remains fairly slow, with buyers focused on late August and September vessels with no forward interest. Today, demand remains limited to Holland and Ireland. Third country demand is not currently in the UK's favour, as more competitive offers of feed barley are available from Black Sea origins. These regions are continuing to see yields estimates improve. 
The spring barley harvest is slowly progressing in the UK, but the spreading drilling dates is leading to a long and extended barley harvest in England this year. Most wheat crops are being prepared for harvest before the planting of spring barley, so growers are cutting wheat and leaving their spring barley a little longer. Yields on spring barley are generally higher than pre-harvest estimates in most areas. The south of England is performing especially well, with spring barley yields of 8.5 tonne a hectare being reported in some areas. Even in East Anglia, many crops are performing over 6.5 tonne a hectare, better than the expected yields, which is pushing the UK estimates for barley crop now to over 7.5 million tonnes. Malting quality along the south coast of England looks to be generally good. East Anglian spring malting barley, especially nitrogens, are trending high. However, many crops were grown as feed, with yields being pushed by extra nitrogen applications. The area which has suffered the worst impact to date looks to be the North Norfolk area, where drought seems to have impacted yields and subsequently nitrogen contents. It is important to keep in mind that if the malting barley pass rate is only 30%, then the UK will have ample supplies for its domestic use and to see it through the season. Spring barley harvest progress in Lincolnshire, Yorkshire and the Midlands remains slow, but hopefully progress can be made in the next week, weather permitting. The Scottish spring barley harvest is also underway now, with a limited amount being cut. However, the first samples do look encouraging, with low nitrogen levels and good screenings. In mainland Europe, Danish malting barley crops are performing well, with good yields and quality being reported. Nitrogens are generally a good mid-range, just what the market requires. The Danish cooperative has entered the market as a seller in the last few days, and Danish values in comparison to UK levels have fallen. Now let's turn our attention to what's happening in the oilseed rape market this week. Domestic rapeseed prices remain unchanged since the start of the month, despite plenty of activity in the rapeseed market. The markets themselves have remained remarkably stable as the European harvest progressed almost to completion. The standout development for the rapeseed market in recent days has been the confirmation of an ever-shrinking Ukrainian crop. This origin is key to keeping domestic crushes going in the period before southern hemisphere supplies become available in early 2021. Furthermore, World Oil dropped its production estimates for Ukraine this week to 2.5 to 2.6 million tonnes, which compares to a pre-harvest estimate of 3.2 million tonnes. This drop of up to 800,000 tonnes will come directly off the volume available to exports in Europe, raising the prospect of tight markets over the next few months. It is likely that some of the demand for rapeseed products will end up being filled by crushing more relatively cheap soybeans. However, the soybean markets are seeing a marked increase in demand, largely fueled by aggressive Chinese buying. US bean crop ratings are at a historically high level, with 74% of the area rated good or excellent, but substantial sales of US beans are recording on a daily basis. On Wednesday this week, for example, China placed an order for 15 US cargoes. In July, it imported over 10 million tonnes of beans, which represent an increase of 16% over July 2019. Processing figures are also running ahead, but increasing at a slower rate, which implies that the Chinese government is embarking on a stock-building exercise. Moving on to pulses. Early harvested beans are still showing poor yields and poor quality due to the drought stress during the growing period. The beans are generally very small and displaying high levels of broodkid damage, and generally they are unsuitable for the human consumption market. Regardless, any premiums for human consumption beans are hard to find, as Egypt is able to buy at much cheaper rates from Australia due to the prospect of a much larger crop in the country. There will be a small window of opportunity before the Australian harvest for the UK and northern spring beans, which are expected to be high yielding and better quality. 
With an expected increase in demand for winter bean seed this year, supplies are already running short. Growers thinking of using home safe seed should get samples checked for germination and nematodes. For further details, please talk to the PGRO. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. In a week that has seen harvest progress at a quick pace around the UK, the domestic fertiliser market has remained relatively quiet. Urea has traded firm on the back of offers into India, and this is reflected in the UK market, although volumes traded remained low. CF Fertilisers announced that they will be issuing new terms early next week, and the consensus is that pricing will move higher. Other suppliers may follow. Liquid urea ammonia nitrate offers remain open for autumn and spring fill business. Pricing remains competitive, and it is advisable to take cover at these values while they're still available. Oilseed rape establishment and the likelihood of a 2 million hectare wheat crop for 2021 will drive farmers to increase the pace of their purchasing of phosphates and potash grades in the autumn. Suppliers are indicating that availability for phosphate in particular could be tight due to the possibility of duties being placed on material from Russia and North Africa into the North American markets. This could result in a rush in delivering supplies to this origin before duty implementation. Potash markets remain relatively flat with plenty of product available. Please keep in mind that phosphate and potash offtakes this year's harvest are going to be important, so keeping an eye on indices at good levels is important. This was Front Runner for the week ending Friday the 14th of August 2020. If you'd like any advice on grain marketing, get in touch with us directly or speak to your local Frontier Farm trader. All Frontier customers have access to live pricing and online grain trading in the My Farm Farm Management platform.